Welcome to the 49ers Camelot Show. We are excited to be here with you and to have you join us for another time to talk 49ers football. We can do that all year long. And speaking of that, if you want to make sure that you don't miss out on what we're doing here, then I want to make sure that you jump in to, uh, to, to subscribe to our YouTube channel here at 49ers Camelot, or you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether it's iHeartRadio or uh, Apple, iTunes, uh, all of those. Spotify, we're, we're all over those. So jump in wherever you listen and make sure you subscribe. If you can leave us a review, even if you hate us, leave us a review that's positive and good because that helps us out. So I uh, just want to make sure that I throw that out because I don't want you to miss out on what we're doing. Not only do I uh, am, am I going to talk some Trey Lance today, but I have some some really cool guests coming up later this week. Uh, I'm interviewing Oscar Aparicio of the formerly of the Better Rivals podcast. In a couple of weeks, I've got Matt Barrows uh, coming on of the Athletic. Uh, so we're also doing a, a big thing. We're working. Uh, Brian Rennick and I of 49ers Web Zone are working on a big thing. Uh, where we're we're getting some people together to talk about Roger Craig and why he's not in the Hall of Fame and why he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. So there's going to be plenty of names and faces that you're going to recognize in this. So want to make sure that you subscribe and uh, that you're part of what we're doing here at 49ers Camelot and at 49ers Web Zone. So I wanted to talk Trey Lance for just a little bit today. I'm not going to be on here long. But one of the things that, I mean, we're hearing people all the time talk about how he's a bust. In fact, yesterday on the uh, Damon and Ratto show, Drew McGarry of the San Francisco Gate, so he's a columnist, mainly writes uh, sports things. But I heard him on 95.7 The Game yesterday say Trey Lance is a bust. And I'm just, I'm blown away. The guy has played like 15 quarters of NFL football. How can he be a bust already? I just, I don't know that that's even possible. And so I, I just, I wanted to answer uh, some of the questions that people have because there are the theories out there that Trey Lance is a bust. And I want to address those uh, just here real quick here today. And so let's start with the fact that, that they say he barely played in college. Well, he barely played in college. That is true. He only played 19 football games in college. Now, consider this. Zach Wilson played three seasons of college football, and he stinks. I mean, the, the Jets, I, I, I don't know if they're even going to keep him. They, they probably will, but they may try and trade him. He's not been what they hoped he would be. And so, so yeah, I mean, there's a case of somebody who played uh, three seasons and and didn't turn out uh, very well in, in the NFL. Then consider Cam Newton, the Heisman Trophy winner, the number one pick overall. Cam Newton had a had a really good NFL career. He appeared in only one more game than Trey Lance. So Cam Newton played in twenty games in college. So it, it's hard to it's hard to make that argument that he only played in nineteen games. Now, yeah. I, I realize that Cam Newton played in the SEC, and that is a, a big deal, which brings us to the second thing that people say is that Trey Lance played against lesser talent in college. Again, that is true, but he dominated against that lesser talent, which you would assume and, and hope that he would. Think about this. 
In 2019, he passed for 2,786 yards through 28 touchdowns, zero interceptions. His completion percentage was 66.9%. He had a passer rating of 180.6. He also had 1,100 yards on the ground and scored 14 touchdowns as a rusher. So he accounted for 42 touchdowns and almost 3,900 yards as a sophomore, again, with no interceptions. So that's that's big time what he did. Now, again, that wasn't in the SEC, which is what Cam Newton did. So yes, he played against lesser talent, but he also played with lesser talent. He wasn't playing with some of the stars that Cam Newton got to play with. So yeah, he didn't play much in college. He played against lesser talent. There's not much he can do about that, you know? So so it's hard to hold that stuff against him. And certainly that alone doesn't make him a bust. So a lot of people also say, well, he couldn't beat out Garoppolo in 2021. He was a 21-year-old rookie. Think about this. In April of this year, 2023, when the NFL draft happens at the end of that month, Trey Lance is going to be 23 years old. He's going to be younger than most of the quarterbacks that get drafted in this year's draft. He's a young guy. He was even younger when he was drafted. He was a project from the beginning. We all knew that. That wasn't uh, something that, that we're suddenly shocked by. And so we have to remember that. And, and like the fact that he couldn't beat out Garoppolo is not really a big deal. You would expect... Garoppolo, a multi-year veteran at that time, to beat out a rookie who had only played in 19 college football games and who was raw and who needed to develop. That, uh, 21 years old, he's he's not supposed to beat out Garoppolo as a rookie. And that wasn't the plan for, uh, to, uh, at any point, I don't think. Uh, also, they, this is what uh, the critics will say, his completion percentage uh, in 2021, was poor because he's in, inaccurate. Okay, so his completion percentage in 2021 was 57.7%. He threw five touchdowns and two interceptions. So, yeah, this this is the, the area that I'm the most concerned about when it comes to Trey Lance. I, I'm concerned about his accuracy as a passer because, again, we come from the Bill Walsh school, where you had Joe Montana, you had Steve Young, who were very accurate passers. And Walsh had this belief that they, his quarterbacks would throw open receivers instead of throw to open receivers. He would throw open receivers. It was about timing. It was about accuracy. Walsh wanted his quarterbacks to hit the receivers while they were in route. So while they were still running, he didn't want them to have to break stride because that was going to give them the yak, the yards after the catch that Jerry Rice and John Taylor and Ricky Waters and Roger Craig and all those guys loved. That was that was what Walsh built the offense on. Mike Shanahan did it that way. Mike Holmgren wanted it that way. And that's what Kyle Shanahan wants as well. And so we see you know, players like uh, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle doing that today. But imagine if they had quarterbacks like Montana and Young who would hit them in stride more. Now, Brock Purdy did that a lot in the season. And so this is my concern about Trey Lance. Can he be the accurate quarterback? I also am a little concerned. I know he's a smart guy, really smart. 
but can he quickly process, make a decision fast, and then hit the receiver that he's supposed to hit um, accurately? So those are going to be things that that I'm the most concerned about. But again, he's still young. I think those things are going to come over time and that he can develop into that. But the fact that his completion percentage in 2021 was lower, that's not uncommon for a rookie quarterback. They're generally going to be less accurate because they're having to make decisions faster than what they normally are used to. And so they're not going to be as polished. And think about this. He played his first six quarters with a broken finger in his right, uh, his throwing hand, his right hand. And so actually he played, he played with that finger the entire 21 season. So, so uh, his, the 10 quarters that he played in 2021 were with a, a messed up, finger. And so that's going to affect you after the season. Kyle Shanahan admitted to that. Trey Lance admitted to that. They didn't, they didn't talk about it during the season, but after the season, they talked about the fact how, that how, how that messed him up. And so, yeah, he, he definitely has some accuracy issues, but I also think that he can develop. Now, he also, this season in 2022, played his first game, his first four quarters, in a downpour in Chicago. And so those were difficult decisions, but can he develop into that? I believe that he can. First off, when Bill Walsh brought in Steve Young, he wasn't the accurate Steve Young that we came to know later in his career. And so the the a lot of people compare Trey Lance to Josh Allen. I, I, I don't really like that comparison. I don't think it's a good comparison for Trey Lance. A better comparison is Jalen Hurts. They're built similarly. Uh, they they have the same style uh, of play. And so think about this. Here, here's the stats for Jalen Hurts. In 2020, as a rookie, he started four games. The Eagles went one and three in that time. But he threw for 52%. Again, Trey Lance threw for 57.7% in 2021. So Jalen Hurts in 2020, 52% completed completion percentage. He threw six touchdowns, four interceptions. Trey Lance had five touchdowns and two interceptions uh, as a rookie. In 2021, Jalen Hurts started 15 games. The team went eight and seven, and he he increased his completion percentage from 52% to 61.3. That's that's a good jump, and that's better than what Trey Lance was in his rookie season. Um, uh, Hurts uh, through 16 touchdowns and and nine picks, so still a lot of interceptions uh, in his second year. And of course, this year in 2022, when the Eagles were much better and and he started 15 games, they only lost one uh, game in that time uh, before the Super Bowl. Uh, he completed 66 and a half percent, so much better. And that's that's a really good completion percentage for an NFL quarterback. So, yeah. Yeah, this is my concern for Trey Lance, but I think that he has the potential and he has the coach, whether it's Kyle Shanahan or Brian Greasy as his quarterback coach. I think that he has the the people around him and the ability to increase that and to to do better as uh, as an, a more accurate passer. Then the, the next argument against Trey Lance is that he's yet to do anything in the NFL. Well, he hasn't had the chance to do anything in the NFL. For starters, in, in his rookie season in 2021, he was the backup quarterback because he obviously wasn't ready to play. 
And so this season, he came into the into uh, into September as the starter, but then in the second game of the season, went out in the fourth uh, first quarter uh, with the broken ankle. So he hasn't really gotten the chance yet. Uh, people criticize his play in 2021, his rookie season, but again, he was a raw quarterback who needed to be developed. Anybody who says, well, he hasn't done anything yet, I mean, you're just your expectations for him are just silly. I mean, he needs time to develop and, and he still needs that time because of his injury. People criticize his play in Chicago, but the entire team played poorly that day. The defense didn't play that great. I mean, remember the, the busted play where they let Dante Pettis score Dante Pettis. I mean, that, that game just was a mess from the beginning. And then there was the fact that Debo Samuel fumbled at the 12-yard line on the 49ers' very first drive. Trey Lance led the team down. He was 3-for-3 three for, three for 44 yards on that drive. If Debo Samuel doesn't fumble at the 12-yard line, you know, almost inside the 10, then the 49ers, uh, they ended up scoring. Uh, they obviously they, they would have scored at least a field goal very likely could have scored a touchdown. And so who knows what would have happened? Maybe they would have even won the game without that turnover. And so you can't put Chicago on Trey Lance. That was just a bad game. When he was injured in Seattle in the second game of the season, he was leading the team. They were marching down the field on that first drive. And, and so he was moving the ball. So it's hard to say you know, that he hasn't done anything in the NFL because really he, he just hasn't received his opportunity. He either was a rookie who wasn't ready or he was playing with a broken finger, which is a big deal. You try throwing a football with a broken finger. It's not going to be something that's going to be easy for you to do. Or he played in a monsoon in Chicago when the rest of his teammates weren't playing that well, or he got injured. And so he, it's he just hasn't received the chance that uh, that he should have received, and and that chance may come now because just yesterday Tom Pelissero reported that Brock Purdy's surgery has been postponed. So uh, Brock Purdy and his surgeon, uh, surgeon uh, Doctor Meister, I think that's his name. They are they they've moved this. Not they haven't moved the surgery back to March, but they're going to reconvene and and talk in March in a few weeks, I believe, to talk about what's next. So, th so there's still too much inflammation in his uh, right elbow uh, to do the surgery at this point. So we were looking at a six month uh, recovery for Brock Purdy, which doesn't mean six months recovery and then he can start to, to practice, but rather it, it meant in six months he should be ready to go. And so that was taking us right up to uh, the, the time of training camp and preseason, getting close to the regular season. So if, if this is only moved back a couple of weeks, then maybe Brock Purdy's still ready for the uh, first game of the season. But I think that that's a little optimistic. He may not be ready. And so it's important for Trey Lance to be ready. And this is his opportunity. If he really shows that he's ready and that he can do this because his ceiling is much, much higher than Brock Purdy's ceiling. Now, right now, Brock Purdy gives the 49ers a better chance when he's healthy to win games. But in a few years, Trey Lance very well could be uh, the much better quarterback. And so he just needs a chance to 
develop and become the guy. And depending on what happens with Brock Purdy's surgery and his recovery, Lance may get that opportunity. Um, here's the next thing, uh, that the critics say about Trey Lance that he holds on to the ball too long. So do almost all young quarterbacks. That's because the NFL is hard. <laughs> it's, it's not something that they're used to the speed of the game, the, the, uh, complexities of the defense that they're throwing at them, the different looks. It takes time to learn. It takes time to develop and it takes takes time to, to process a play that's happening. Now, they have to be able to do it within a fraction of seconds. And so young quarterbacks just usually aren't ready to do that. And so uh, I, I'm not, I, I don't really concern myself over the fact that he holds on to the ball too long. That's what young quarterbacks do. So uh, Brock Purdy did the same thing at, at times. He, he sometimes held on to the ball too long. In fact, in the NFC championship on the play that he was injured when, uh, when Hassan Reddick uh, hit his arm, that, that was a play where Purdy took a little bit too long. He, I, if I remember right, he pumped or, or something. He, he didn't let go of the ball when he was supposed to. Now forget the fact that there was a backup tight end uh, trying to block uh, uh, Hassan Reddick. That, that happens. That's part of the offense. If the play went off and and Purdy lets go of the ball and IU catches it and scores or or it's a big play, then most most 49ers fans would never even known that a backup tight end was blocking Hassan Reddick. So Mike McGlinchey missed his block on that. But again, if Purdy lets go of the ball when he's supposed to, he doesn't get injured and maybe things are different. The 49ers win that game, but. Uh, but that happens. That's what young quarterbacks do. They they make mistakes. It takes them time to uh, sometimes to to get rid of the ball. The other thing uh, that people say is that Trey Lance gets injured too soon. Well, so does every other 49ers quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo does every season. You know, there's always a point unless it's 2019, he's going to miss games. Brock Purdy in the limited time that he played, not even half a season. And he was injured twice. He was injured. Um, what, what was it? He went into that. Uh, the, he went into the Seattle game, I think uh, in Seattle uh, with, uh, with a rib and oblique injury. And then of course the NFC championship game. So yeah, Trey Lance has been hurt. Uh, he had the, the, the broken finger he had the uh, the knee injury against Arizona last year, and he had the broken ankle this year. So yeah, he's had three injuries right off the bat. They're kind of fluky injuries. I mean, the broken finger was hit on a helmet. Steve Young had that happen to him, I think, like in 93 in the preseason. So that happens. Uh, the, the knee injury, the broken ankle, those came from running the ball too much. And, and, that's something that hopefully he learns when he should get down and learns to, and maybe Kyle Shanahan will stop running those plays. Who knows? But yeah, those things happen. They're, they're fluky things, but I, you know, I, I don't know what, what else we can do. We have to have a quarterback and the 40, 49ers just seem cursed with quarterbacks and injuries right now. So so those are those are some arguments against Trey Lance. I'd love it if you would put something in the comments. What do you think? Do you think he's a bust? 
Or do you think that this stuff's being overplayed and that his time's going to come and that he's going to show everybody wrong? What are your concerns about Trey Lance? Think about this. He's played in 15 NFL quarters. His first six, actually, actually, like I said earlier, really his first 10, he had a broken finger because that bothered him the whole season, but mainly his first six quarters. So if we count the first 10, then 15 quarters in the first 10, he, he has a, at least a bummed finger that's bothering him and affecting his throws uh, to some point. Then the next four, which gets him to 14, are played in Chicago where it's raining. In that game, he went 13 for 28 for 164 yards and one interception. Not a good showing. But if you compare that to the year before, 2021, when Jimmy Garoppolo played against the Indianapolis Colts in a downpour, here's here's Garoppolo's stats in that game. 16 of 27 for 181 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, He also fumbled twice and lost one of those. So Garoppolo against the Colts, Garoppolo, the more experienced quarterback, turned the ball over three times against uh, uh, the Colts in that uh, downpour where Trey Lance only turned the ball over once against the Bears. So he wasn't that terrible. Was he good? No, but he wasn't as horrible as what people want to say, especially considering the conditions in which he was playing. So again, I tend to believe in Trey Lance. I'm not ready to give up on him, and I'm certainly not going to declare him a bust after only 15 quarters of playing. He hasn't even made it 15 quarters because there was still time left in Seattle when he went out uh, in the first quarter. So he just hasn't had a chance I'm hopeful that this offseason he comes back healthy and he really starts to develop and show what he can be because I think that he has the tools and and, and the, the intelligence and everything that he needs to become that guy. My only concern is the accuracy of his throws. And so hopefully he can improve on that. I still hope that Brock Purdy's okay and that he's ready for the 2023 season. And we'll see what happens. But uh, in the meantime, uh, let's keep hope alive and keep believing in Trey Lance because it's not over yet. Uh, Again, uh, go to 49ers Camelot, uh, wherever you listen, on YouTube, wherever, and uh, make sure that you subscribe, make sure that you follow us, and that you give us a a rating, a review, all of that stuff, because we want to be able to give you the 49ers content that you're looking for.